These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Newcastle, Brisbane and Port Kembla were put forward as the three best options for a new submarine base for Australia's incoming nuclear-powered fleet. Initial works on the $10 billion project are expected to be completed by next year. It's understood the Department of Defence prefers Port Kembla, however, but Liberal candidate for Patterson, Brooke Vidnall, says she's pushing the government to make it happen in the Hunter. And I've cited things like the existing skilled shipbuilding workforce that we have here, uh, the defence strategic military importance that we have with our RAF base and our Lone Pine, and, and also the fact that we have a deep working port. What, what, from what I understand, some of the other proposed locations might have silting problems or might not be deep enough. Outgoing Hunter MP John Fitzgibbon added his name to the calls. He said he'd like to see an all-in effort across the region to secure the base for Newcastle. But not everyone's on board. Hunter workers staged a protest on Friday condemning the possibility of a nuclear submarine base in Newcastle. There was backlash in Parliament too, with Independent Senator Rex Patrick describing it as just another attempt at pork barrelling. Newcastle councillor Charlotte McCabe is running as the Greens candidate in the federal election. She said it could be potentially catastrophic for the city. One of the points that hasn't been picked up at all in the media yet is the fact that we have a massive ammonium nitrate storage facility here in the port of Newcastle. We will make ourselves a nuclear war target and we are much too dangerous for our city but also because of that ammonium nitrate and because of the diesel storage that we have right next door in the port of Newcastle. Work on the Curry gas peaker is likely to start soon. Crews were finishing off remediation work on the former aluminium smelter this week. It's expected to be completed by 2023. Federal Labor was promising it'll address the Hunter's GP shortage by making the entire region a distribution priority area. It would mean local clinics would be able to recruit overseas trained doctors. The Commonwealth's recently made adjustments for special circumstances, reclassifying clinics in Maitland and Morissette after health services rallied the government. But Shortland MP Pat Conroy said it's not a serious or permanent solution and it's not fair to the rest of the region. Absolutely not. They, they changed the Morissette one temporarily for a few months. Well, you're not going to solve a crisis by reclassifying a region for two or three months in one small part. So why should people in Morissette get access to um, overseas trained doctors but people in Toronto can't access it? The regional health minister has slammed the idea, claiming it will just dilute the pool of available doctors. The health minister was in Maitland on Friday, officially opening the new Maitland hospital. He also toured the $470 million facility, but it came as patients complain of teething problems, including a packed emergency department and wait times up to 12 hours. Residents in the fallout zone of the Wickham Woolsheds fire have been outraged after being forced to sign a document which absolves the state government for responsibility of the clean-up. The deed of access and release is required to be signed before government agencies can start to clean a contaminated property, but residents were concerned the government is protecting itself ahead of the community. Kath Fielden, a Maryville resident and lawyer, said the document is probably meaningless. I'm not worried about signing it because it's completely unenforceable, but I think also having that as the first interaction we've had where people have been ringing, registering pieces of asbestos, asking for specific advice, can we use our washing machines, do our cars need to be written off, all of those questions. We're not getting answers, we just get this weird, really dodgy, really amateur letter. 2NURFM Sport.
And in sport this week, former New South Wales hooker Michael Lennis called on night skipper Kaelin Ponga to reach his potential ahead of the club's round one clash with the Roosters. The 2016 Premiership winner believed the 23-year-old still has a lot to prove in the NRL and will need to improve if the Knights are to make an impact this season. Meanwhile, the NRLW side will be fighting to keep their season alive against the Roosters in the weekend's must-win clash. Centre Jamie Fressard said the side is confident after a strong showing in last weekend's loss to the Broncos. The Jets are looking to recover after a heartbreaking 3-2 loss to Wellington when they take on Adelaide United on Sunday. Coach Arthur Pappas said the club was disappointed by the loss, but they're determined to make it up to their fans this weekend. And it's understood every member of the Hunter Wildfires women's team will be offered a contract in a groundbreaking move for Grassroots Rugby Union. All 23 players will receive an equal match payment. Denayer up the date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.